Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to Trashy Divorces, our midweek Wednesday Trashy Breakups edition. I'm Alicia. My name is Stacy, and I have a story for us today that goes all kinds of places. Yeah, for a film called Don't Worry, Darling, there seems to be a lot of worrying going There's on. Some concern. So you're going to catch us up with the kids these days. Kind of the kids these days. This is um, actress Florence Pugh, who had dated actor-director Zach Braff for several years. They have now broken up. She's just revealed this in a, a big profile in Harper's Bazaar. Let's get into it. So actress Florence Pugh has been on a serious hot streak over the last few years. Starting in 2019, there was the film Midsummer, which I don't do horror movies, but I totally watched some of that because I needed the scenery of Sweden in the summer. It was great. Uh, and her Oscar-nominated portrayal as Amy March in Greta Gerwig's much-beloved Little Women. And then her Marvel Cinematic Universe turn as Yelena Belova in Black Widow where she basically stole every scene she appeared in, which is not an easy thing to do when you're playing opposite Scarlett Johansson. And yes, I know Scarlett Johansson courts controversy, but fight me on her being great on screen, okay? <laughs> Florence did not embark on her meteoric rise alone, however. In the summer of 2018, maybe, she met one Zach Braff, who became a star in the first decade of our fair century on the network TV medical comedy Scrubs. Oh yeah, I'd forgotten about Scrubs. Yeah, and later he won accolades for his <laughs> Manic Pixie Dream Girl story Garden State, which he wrote, directed, and starred in. In 2018, he was casting actors for a short film called In the Time It Takes to Get There, which ended up starring Florence and Alicia Silverstone. Their friendship bloomed into a romance, and in what has to be a sign of the times, it bloomed into a romance that social media users could not seem to help themselves from commenting on. There is a 21-year age gap between the two. This prompted significant trolling on Instagram and, somewhat surprisingly, produced a bit of a social media superhero in the form of Florence Pugh. Now, though, in a September 2022 Harper's Bazaar profile, we learn that the pair quietly split earlier this year. Let's meet our once happy couple. Zachary Israel Braff was born April 6, 1975 in New Jersey. He's the third of three sons of a lawyer and a psychologist. His parents divorced when he was young, and he also has a stepsister from one of his parents' remarriages. He was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder as a child, and he really didn't find a good fit for himself until he started attending summer programs at Stage Door Manor, which is a performing arts camp for kids aged 10 to 18. We've discussed this in the past because Mandy Moore is an alum. Ah, mm -hmm. see, everything connects in our trashy little universe. It does indeed. And Mandy Moore would become Zach's girlfriend for a while in the 2000s. And we, of course, covered her split with Ryan Adams a while back. Other alums include Natalie Portman, who co-starred with him in Garden State, and like a million other actors, yeah. Comedy, rooted in just that bit of darkness, was a natural byproduct of his upbringing. In 2012, he told the Jewish Chronicle, quote, I think it's how we always dealt with drama in my family, as do a lot of people. I can remember coming home in the limo from my grandmother's funeral on the way to sit Shiva, and someone making a joke, and we all just started laughing. I found that, especially with my family, even the darkest of subject matters or in the most twisted of situations 
we always find a way to smile to get through it. Zach was working as an actor from about age 14 on, but his real dream was to be a filmmaker. He earned a degree in film studies at Northwestern in 1997, but by then he had already been on television, in film, he was in Woody Allen's Manhattan Murder Mystery, and on stage. Scrubs landed in 2001, and his portrayal of Dr. John J.D. Dorian, with assists from co-stars Donald Faison, Sarah Chalk, John McGinley, and others, became something of a pop culture phenomenon in the decade. It ran through 2010 and gave Zach several Golden Globe and Emmy nominations during its run. Fantastic. Yes. It also opened doors, as you would expect. He was able to explore his childhood dream of filmmaking by directing several episodes of Scrubs, but it was 2004's Garden State where he really, he thought anyway, made his mark. Produced for just $2.5 million, it pulled more than $35 million at the box office. Wow. And it earned him a Grammy for the soundtrack that he compiled for it. It is a great soundtrack. You'd think that this would give him a ton of credibility with Hollywood money types, but he didn't actually end up making another full-length film until 2014. The Garden State year, 04, was also the year that he and Mandy Moore started seeing each other, a relationship that would last into 2006. After they split up, Zach told Howard Stern that the constant swarm of paparazzi around them was a real drag on the relationship. He advised, quote, if you're going to hook up with a famous girl, that might be fun for your ego, but you don't want to be out in public dating a famous girl because then they, the paparazzi, follow you wherever you go. This may give us some clues about what happened between Zach and Florence. Oh, no. From 2009 to 2014, he was involved with model Taylor Bagley. And in the aftermath of that, his rep was quoted as saying, they're continuing their friendship, but are no longer a couple. All of that is to say, like, there's not a lot of details about, you know. Sure. Why things split up a, a pattern that continues to this day. So let's meet our flow. Florence Pugh, apparently no middle name, was born January 3rd, 1996 in Oxford in England. Also one of four children. We have a Capricorn and an Aries together? Do we? Oh, my. Hmm. Two of her siblings are also actors, and her brother had a role in one season of Game of Thrones. Her mom is a dancer, and her dad owns some restaurants and cafes, but baby Florence had a condition called tracheomalacia. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. This led to frequent bronchitis and upper respiratory infections when she was a baby and a toddler. These were often bad enough that she had to be hospitalized. So when she was three, the family moved to Spain, hoping that with better weather, she would improve. I think this condition is dangerous in small children, but you kind of, I don't think it goes away, but you kind of age out of where it's dangerous. Okay. You know, if there's not a respiratory pandemic floating. So the families in Spain, better air. Better air. When she's six, they move home to Oxford and Florence started acting in school plays she would perform stuff at her dad's cafes, but it sounds like the schools that she was attending, which I think may have been a bit posh, as they say, weren't really emphasizing acting as a as a formal thing. So she had no formal training. In 2014, there was an open casting call for a movie called The Falling, and her mother was like, hey, Florence, why don't you send them a video clip? So she recorded a video audition on her phone. This worked. 
Wow. And so she got her first film role opposite Maisie Williams, who was then several years into her Game of Thrones adventure playing Arya Stark. That's a great breakout role. Not bad. Critics were genuinely wowed by her performance, leading to other roles, leading to awards, leading to playing Cordelia against Anthony Hopkins' King Lear in a television no. production of the, the play. Making a note. Yes. Then a Netflix film, Outlaw King with Chris Pine. Then a miniseries adaptation. Like, Let's just say that Florence Pugh makes an impression on screen. Here's what Scarlett Johansson, her Black Widow co-star, said from that Harper's Bazaar profile. Quote, what was really noticeable to me about Florence and why I think she represents her generation in such an iconic way is that she really is in her own skin. She's incredibly grounded, but she's also just so self-assured. I was not self-possessed in that same way when I was in my early to mid-20s. I still was growing up in the industry in that time when you had to be really pandering in order to be accepted. And she doesn't have any of that at all. She's unapologetically herself. There's a reliability to her. Well, that's an awfully nice thing to say. It is. She she goes on to uh, recount filming an action scene. So she and Florence were, quote, I don't know, 30 stories in the air strapped to this pole. And they're just chatting in between takes, right? They're, look, I've, I don't know what it's like to work in Hollywood action movies, but sounds harrowing to me. Anyway. The director called action, and Scarlett remembers in awe that Florence, quote, could be talking about any dumb person that she dated. And then two seconds later, we were just connected to each other, absolutely on by this thread for life. I was like, this person is just absolutely, she just has it. She's so keyed in. It's an emotional availability. It's a really rare quality, and it's the star quality she has. So we're just going to wander into the summer of 2018. Where Zach Braff, probably sitting on a bench at the trashy breakups depot, happened to catch one of Florence's movies. In August, he tweeted, I apologize for using the correct Shakespearean name. I know this lit our computer on fire at one point, but here we go. Oh, no. You're not going to do it, are you? I'm going to. Shit. Boil, boil, toil and trouble. This is not my fault this time. In August, he tweeted, quote, I watched an incredible film last night that I cannot stop thinking about. Lady Macbeth. Starring Florence Pugh. Beautifully directed, shot, acted, etc. It's very upsetting, so be forewarned. Florence is a movie star. What's not quite clear, and there are a zillion full timeline of their relationship articles out there that kind of all agree on this point, is whether or not they knew each other yet in real life. Additional social media interactions followed, and in January of 2019, Zach posted a picture of himself in Oxford, captioned, Spent the day in Oxford, and now I am smart. Was it a meeting for the short film they would make together? Were they already dating? Dunno. Interesting. This seems like a decent place to pause. Hear a word from our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll get into Zach and Florence's seemingly very nice relationship, plus some of the current controversies over her forthcoming movie, Don't Worry Darling, which we have discussed before. Don't worry, baby. We'll be back on the flip. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Stacy, what's fair is foul and foul is fair. Take me in. What happens? Okay, so while there are a lot of question marks, what we do know is that in March of 2019, Zach, Florence, and Alicia Silverstone spent a few days filming an 11-minute short called In the Time It Takes to Get There. This was in partnership with Adobe, the software company which had held a design contest for college students. They were invited to design a movie poster for a movie that did not exist, and then Zach would choose the winner and write and direct a short film to go along with it. Uh, this was won by Boston University senior Sam West, who also got to go to Hollywood to hang out during shooting. Very cool. Good on you, Sam. About a week after the movie hit YouTube, Zach and Florence were spotted out and about in New York City together, holding hands no less, those oh my. criminals. The scandal. That fall, there were a couple of group shots on Zach's Insta that included Florence, but they were definitely not aggressively courting attention for the relationship. Low-key. In December, after Zach left a princess emoji on one of Florence's Instagram posts, some online rando tried to call him out, perhaps, you know, genuinely believing that Zach was creeping on a young actress. So this person responds, You're 44 years old! Florence replied to that, and yet he got it. Wow. So this was sort of confirmation, I guess, that they were actually a thing. This is from a 2020 LUK profile of Florence, written by Hannah Nathanson. When she looks back on her reply, she says it was necessary, quote, because people need to realize that it's hurtful. I have the right to hang out and be with and go out with anyone I want to, she says, letting out a nervous laugh. I've always found this part of what people do really bizarre. I'm an actor because I like acting, and I don't mind people watching my stuff. But people have no right to educate me on my private life. Unapologetically flow. Absol- I like absolutely. It. Okay. Nathanson continues, She is, however, aware that dating another actor might attract more attention. Quote, I know that part of being in the spotlight is that people might invade your privacy and have opinions on it. But it's bizarre that normal folk are allowed to display such hate and opinions on a part of my life that I'm not putting out there. It's a strange side of fame that you're allowed to be torn apart by thousands of people, even though you didn't put that piece of you out there. I don't want to talk about it because it's not something I want to highlight. But my point to all this is that isn't it odd that a stranger can totally tear apart someone's relationship and it's allowed? So Nathanson again continues, Pewtaker parents not braff to the Oscars. I included this because Florence has a really 
wonderfully silly relationship with food. Pew took her parents, not Braff, to the Oscars. Quote, that wasn't a diss on anyone. I needed them to be there. She found the experience, quote, so amazing, so strange, so weird, but she had snacks to get her through the four-hour ceremony. (laughs) She says, at one point, everyone stood up to applaud Martin Scorsese. I'd just got out a bag of M&Ms. As we all got up, a camera popped right in my face, and I'm waving this bag of M&Ms about, so I just had to drop it on the floor. I (laughs) thought, I can't be the girl who's eating M&Ms while giving Martin a standing ovation. Oh. So, okay, the timeline here is that in December 2019, with that and yet he got it message, she confirmed their relationship. And then COVID hit. And as you may recall, she was born with that tracheal condition that puts her at higher risk for respiratory infections. So she quarantined with Zach in LA, and she took that seriously. Also, as you may recall, her father is a restaurateur, so she comes by her love of cooking honestly, and it's something that she does to unwind and relax. One of her hobbies during lockdown, and maybe to this day, I'm not sure, is making cooking videos on Instagram, cooking with flow, although the platform continued to be a mixed bag in terms of her relationship with Zach. In April 2020, after posting a nice birthday message to him, there was again harassment in the comments. She recorded a video a few days later, and this one was not about cooking. Quote, I'm 24 years old. I've been working since I was 17. I've been earning money since I was 17. I became an adult when I was 18. I am 24 years old. I do not need you to tell me who I should and should not love, and I would never in my life ever tell anyone who they can and cannot love. It is not your place, and really it has nothing to do with you. If those rules are something you do not like, please unfollow me. The abuse you throw at him is the abuse you throw at me, and I do not want those followers. Wow. Boundaries. Boundaries. I love it. So as noted, 2019 was her breakout year with Midsummer and Little Women and her first trip to the Oscars. She and Zach conspicuously did not arrive together at movie premieres, because again, this was not the part of her life that she was putting out there, and he does not like the paparazzi following him around while he's out buying baguettes or whatever. (laughs) In January 2021, Zach posted a birthday note to Florence. Happy birthday to the most fun person I've ever met. I would have felt blessed to have smiled with you for one night. I can't believe I get to giggle with you every day. What a pleasure it is to know you. What a gift to the world it was that you were born. Very sweet stuff. It's very sweet. That spring, there were rumors that they had secretly married... He was seen with a ring, and one of her friends posted something like her initials, FPB or something, and ultimately erased the B and was like, they did not get married. It's a silly nickname I have for whatever. Who knows? Interesting. Apparently, they did not get married, though, or they're secretly divorcing right now. I I don't know. Her birthday note to him that year included the phrase, happy birthday, chicken, which Aww. is just delightful. Marvel's Black Widow happened in 2021. And Zach was nominated for an Emmy for directing an episode of Ted Lasso, which we talked about when we discussed Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's split. And as we moved into 2022, Florence, now aged 26, and Zach, now aged 47, were confronting rumors that she was straying. Hmm. Oh. Florence apparently vacationed in Ibiza with a group of friends, including an old co-star, and when photographs of the two of them you know, wandering in Europe together, hit the internet in May. Well, 
Florence was quick to respond that she was not dating her midsummer castmate, Will Poulter. No, Will and I are not dating. We went to the beach with our friends who are always about half a meter away from us in every picture, but have been cleverly cut out slash framed so that it looks otherwise. Right. You can literally see my best friend in the corner of so many shots and Archie's arms at the sides. Perhaps in keeping with the spirit of a couple who constantly denied the press, the killer red carpet shot together, neither is really given a reason for their breakup. Although page six cited anonymous sources, always trustworthy, those Murdoch rags, noting that Zach's career has been pretty static for a while, while Florence obviously has emerged as one of the hottest and most sought after actresses in the industry, with buzz like best actor of her generation and similar. Like, she's a big deal. She sounds like the real deal. Yeah, unless something weird happens, Florence Pugh is going to be a mega star for years and decades. But Alicia, there's another angle. Oh no. A spider webby angle. I know that's your favorite thing in the world that is worth looking at. As mentioned earlier, Zach earned an Emmy nomination for directing an episode of Jason Sudeikis' Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis was famously in a long relationship with actress and director Olivia Wilde, who appears to have left him for British singer Harry Styles when she cast Styles as the male lead opposite, wait for it, Florence Pugh in her upcoming film, Don't Worry Darling, which I think hits theaters September 23rd. Oh my. Got it? That's a web. Okay. In April, as we talked about when we covered them, Olivia was served with a manila envelope containing legal papers about custody of her kids with Jason, while she was giving up, she was premiering the trailer, I think, for Don't Worry Darling at CinemaCon, an incident that she later told Variety was, quote, a huge breach in security, which is really scary. And this is an assessment I fully share at this point in our long national crack up. But lately, Don't Worry Darling has apparently sparked a hugely unwelcome lens on Olivia. This was supposed to be like her, it's her second directorial outing, I think, okay. after Book Smart and there was a lot of hype around this that is really getting twisted into something weird. Fill me in. Fill me in. There are rumors of feuds that include actor Shia LaBeouf, who was originally cast as the male lead, and who has apparently been leaking emails and a video that Olivia filmed, inviting him back, suggesting that he and Florence had some sort of conflict and Olivia was trying to get them to resolve or put aside. But the official story on... His involvement in the movie is that Olivia fired him. So he's been trying to, I, I don't know, he's something weird there going on there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually see these two accounts as in conflict, but more as like you have a timeline of events, like some sort of conflict between your two lead actors. You reach out to them to try to smooth this over. Maybe one doesn't want to play ball and you have to fire him. I, Like, I don't know. I don't think those things are in conflict. Further, Florence, who once gushed that Olivia was an idol of hers and how excited she was to be directed by Olivia, has downplayed the film and expressed disappointment at the highly sexual marketing campaign for it, telling Harper's Bazaar, quote, when it's reduced to your sex scenes or to watch the most famous man in the world go down on someone, it's not why we do it. It's not why I'm in this industry. Then there's a Harry Styles fan component, which apparently has a faction of Olivia Wilde haters. Olivia is a decade older than Harry, and Jason was a decade older than Olivia, so get over it. 
And there's a contingent in the online audience accusing Olivia of grooming her fully adult boyfriend. If you're going to call out an age difference, you can't look at it one way and not the other. Sure. Maybe. Some in the press have mentioned that now that Amber Heard has been fully trashed, the online mobs need a new target. And say what you will about any of the above people, no one deserves the nuclear level of shit that comes with being a famous woman targeted by the troll armies. No. No one. No one. Look, I don't know what happened between Zach and Florence to end their romantic relationship, but it has been noted over the last few years that Zach's father passed away, and then one of his best friends died of COVID at the age of 41. Uh. If, with that backdrop, Florence became embroiled in a toxic situation on a movie set, you know, a project that she had landed with great enthusiasm on top of all of the other pressures of an exploding career, I can certainly see how that would wear on you know, your personal relationships. So I'm going to go to the Harper's Bazaar, September 2022 profile written by Andrea Cutler, who writes, when Pew and actor-director Zach Braff began dating in 2019, much was made of their 21-year age gap. It was an experience that Pew found cruel and invasive. Quote, whenever I feel like that line has been crossed in my life, Whether it's paparazzi taking private moments or moments that aren't even real or gossip channels that encourage members of the public to share private moments of famous people walking down the street, I think it's incredibly wrong, she says. I don't think that people, just because they have this job, that every aspect of their life should be watched and written about. We haven't signed up for a reality TV show. Cutler continues, Pew and Braff quietly ended their relationship earlier this year. Quote, we've been trying to do this separation without the world knowing because it's been a relationship that everybody has an opinion on, Pew says. We just felt something like this would really do us the benefit of not having millions of people telling us how happy they are that we're not together. So we've done that. I automatically get a lumpy throat when I talk about it. All right. But let's not forget that Florence is also still the spirited, independent, forthright person she always has been. There was a Valentino show maybe in June, earlier this summer, and I guess the top that she was wearing was a bit revealing of her nipples. And as always, this prompted commentary online about her breast size, about modesty, about, you know, if you dream it, you can say it. It's social media. To which she told Cutler, it was just alarming how perturbed they were. They were so angry that I was confident and they wanted to let me know they would never wank over me. Well, I'm sorry, what? No. Yeah, she says they were so angry that I was confident and they wanted to let me know that they Mm -hmm. would never wank over me. Mm -hmm. Well, don't. Don't. Please don't. For the love of God. (laughs) And that, Alicia, is the trashy breakup of Florence Pugh and Zach Braff with the twist that the trashy component here is the online mobs. And to be fair, probably me for compiling this episode And gossiping about two celebrities whose work I really enjoy. I guess none of us get out clean. So 11 billion trash cans for us, the suddenly (laughs) interconnected mass of social media users that the Pantsuit Politics podcast has beautifully described as the chorus of 10,000 voices, which, you know, pretty often, though, is a cruel cacophony of 10,000 voices. And that is my story for the week. Well done. Thank you. And Florence is voicing somebody. She, she's playing someone in the uh, the second half of the current Dune 
Oh, fantastic. For 2023, I think. She's got a ton of stuff in the works. She, again, she's going to be a superstar. Thank you for bringing me current to today's You're headlines. Welcome. I've been living in the 1950s for so long know, that these 20 it's all brand new information. 20-somethings having like super hot careers. And they were born after I graduated high school. It's very odd. I feel so hip. <laughs> hip. Current. Whatever With the time. Whatever you kids say. Yeah, whatever you kids these say days. these days. Bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get more into the Don't Worry Darling feud situation. We'll probably talk about that on Patreon. Oh, but, fantastic. Yeah, because I, I don't even know what that... There's like a swirling can of snakes, and it's not good. You're the one that summoned it, I mean, not me. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, definitely more follow-up on Patreon over there. Mm -hmm. Holy cats. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you need more Trashy Divorces in the meantime, we got Patreon. Holy cats, so many episodes. But a new dumpster dive this week. We're going to follow up on some Rex Harrison stuff. I got some more fun spiderwebs coming for you. Until we see you again on Sunday for our latest Hall of Famer. Friends, keep your hands very, very clean. Darlings, keep your hearts trashy. We can't wait to catch you back on Sunday. Thanks again. Have a great rest of the week. A rollicking good week. I applaud that. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye, friends. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear want to advertise with us reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information and last but not least come play with us on social media i keep most of our trashy divorces instagram hopping stacy and i share it up over on facebook including our trashy divorces podcast discussion group come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening keep it trashy y'all